We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Amen. Grace, if you don't use grace, if you don't give back to grace, if you don't have a return on the investment of grace, it runs out. Amen. See here, God says, I'm going to bless you because of Abraham, your father. And what did Isaac do? Isaac obeyed. He did not go to Egypt. He stayed where God asked him to stay. Obedience. Obedience is very, very important. Obedience is very, very important. He stayed where God wanted him to stay. And verse 12 says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. In which land? In the land there was famine. If you read verse 1, it says, There was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. There was scarcity. Amen? There was lack in the land. Economy was not doing well. In that same situation, somebody did well. Isaac did well. Because God blessed him. And God blessed him not just because of his strength, not because he was smart, not because he knew the place where rain was falling. Rain was not falling. Amen? It's not because there was a fertile land that he had, you know, had a secret understanding of, and he just went there and sowed in that place. No. God blessed him. Amen? In the same land where others did not prosper, where others struggled, Isaac, did well. And he, did, he didn't just do well. He received an hundredfold of what he sold. Again, remember again that grace is not lazy. Grace is not lazy. And grace does not teach laziness. Amen? You will reap where you have not sold. As Jesus Christ told his disciples to go and preach the gospel. And he said, you find out that you will reap where you have not sold. No, it's not that you'll be lazy. And things will just come to you. No. God does not glorify laziness. He does not condone it. In fact, he says, If any will not walk, and he shall not eat. Amen. Praise God. So, grace puts you to work. You got something. You may not have a lot of money. You got time. Amen. And please remember that the time you even think you have is not you. Amen. God gave you the time. So, you don't have money, you don't have a lot of money, you don't have $10, you don't have $5, but you got time. You can use your time to bless somebody. You can use your time to help somebody. Amen? The skills you have, maybe you know how to do some, some needlework. You can use that to bless somebody. Grace does not glorify laziness. So, Isaac walked in the land, sowed in the land, and the Lord blessed him. And he began to prosper. And he prospered and prospered and prospered so much that the people of the land became what? Envious of him. They became jealous of him. And they said, you have become bigger than us. Please go out of this place. So he decided to 
go and he was on his way out and, and the scripture talks about even the things that his father had the properties of his father amen and he wanted to take advantage of the properties of his father but before he got there some people already took over and when he was trying to do some things with the properties of his father some people came and said no it belongs to us no it belongs to us he went from one to the other and they came to that one house and said no this is ours Isaac was not a fighter Abraham was a fighter amen Isaac no just say okay it's yours okay he went to the next one they came to that one also and said no it's ours okay he went to the next one until he reached a particular place where they did not fight him and what did he say he said God has made room for us the place is called what Rehoboth God has made room for us and therefore we prosper in the land. We're going to be fruitful in the land. May the Lord make room for you. May the Lord make room for you. May the Lord remove the constraints of your life. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord make room for you. Because indeed if you do not have room. You cannot enlarge. You cannot become big. You cannot prosper. May the Lord remove the constraints and the hindrances around your life. In the name of Jesus. Whether they be psychological. Whether they be mental. Whether they be physical. Whether they be emotional. Whether they be family. Whatever it is. Lord that is encumbering your life. That is hindering your life from prospering. May the Lord remove such in the name of Jesus. The Lord brought him. To a place where there was no fight. Where there was no competition. Where there was no controversy. And he said what? The Lord has made room for us. We shall prosper in the land. May the Lord make room for you. For you to prosper in the land. Your own space. Amen. Your own position. Amen. Your own office. So to say. Your own thing. Your own skill. In the name of Jesus. That you are able to prosper in the land. The Lord made room for him to prosper. Amen. Now, the understanding here is this. And, of course, the word of the Lord still came to him the second time in that same chapter. And said in verse 24, 23. Then he went up from there to Beersheba. And the Lord appeared to him that same night and said... I am the God of your father, Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. For my servant Abraham's sake, I will bless you. Again, wow. The understanding here is this. God was saying to Isaac, I am blessing you because I am your father. Not so much that Abraham was your father or Abraham is your father. I am blessing you because you are my son. Because you see here that the inheritance that his father left for him was contested. The physical inheritance that anybody leaves for you can be contested, can be removed, can be taken. And there are people who do, who do that. But God says... I am your real father. I will bless you. Your real inheritance is from me. 
Because without the help of his father, without the inheritance of his father, he became great in that land of famine. Did you see that? In that same land where everybody suffered, where nobody prospered, he prospered. Not because of Abraham, but because of what? God himself. Amen? So you may not have a rich father. You may not have a rich heritage. You may not come from a rich family. But if you will make God your father, you already belong to a rich family. Amen? You already belong to a rich family. If you have God as your father, forget about it. You don't have to have anyone that you glory in. You glory in God. Amen? It's an addition. It's a wonderful thing to have a rich heritage. To have a wealthy beginning. Amen? It's wonderful. But many still have that. They have that. They squandered it. They destroyed it. They made nothing out of it. If you will have God as your father and God will give you wisdom because really the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning, the foundation, the start of wisdom. The start, the start of anything. It is not intelligence that gives you inheritance, that gives you things in this life. It's not, it's not, it's not intelligence that gives it to you. It's what? It's wisdom. It's wisdom. Let's stand up. By his grace. Don't forget that. Can we say that together? By his grace. By his grace. By his grace. By his grace. I am what I am. By his grace. I am who I am. By his grace. I will do well. By his grace. I will prosper. By his grace. I am victorious. By his grace, I will do well in the name of Jesus. By his grace, I live. By his grace, I am healed. By his grace, I have strength. By his grace, by his grace, we live. It is grace that brought us in. It is grace that sustains us. It is also grace that brings us before the presence of the Lord. The grace that we receive at the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we open our eyes to life beyond this life, it is grace that brings us in. It is grace that brought us in at the beginning. It is grace that sustains us. It is grace that brings us to eternal life. It's grace all the way. Not we, what we can do. Not what we can make on our own. He is our father. Our porter. And we are the clay in his hands. 